Hello, welcome back to You Know What I've Been Wondering. I'm Sarah. I'm Jane. Jane is serving up a whole look right now. She's I'm just in- wearing sunglasses. It's just funny because it's like the light on you is so bright and it looks like she looks like a pilot in the cockpit of a plane. Like she really does. Niner, niner. <laughs> Clear for landing. It's so, it's such a good look. So Jane, last day of being 24 years old. How does it feel? Mm-hmm. It feels weird. Like, I feel like I can't, I've been saying for so long that I feel like I'm already 25, and now all of a sudden I'm yeah. like, wait, no! <laughs> yeah, and like January, you were like, January or February, you were like, I am 25 years old, and I was like, no, you are no, not. You are not. <laughs> I was like, you are actually closer to being 23 than you are to being 25. <laughs> I mean, my midlife, cri- I mean, my quarter-life crisis already <laughs> is already in full swing, so... I already am planning the post for my birthday about how I've spent enough of this year in crisis. Because like, <laughs> it's true. This has been the most crisis-filled year ever. Truly. How so, are you, Sarah? I'm good. I got my hair cut today. It looks so good. Thank you. It was, like, weird being in a hair salon. It was just me and my hairstylist. But um, mm. he, was, he was a great guy. And we talked a lot about traveling, which, like, made me sad. Because he was from... He was born in South Africa, but he lived in France and Spain. So you were talking mm. a lot about Europe. Uh, it made me places. sad. Yeah, places. Ah, oh, places. <laughs> um, but it made me sad because I was like, yeah, it, like breaks my heart that because people in this country aren't taking this seriously, like yeah. that we can't go to these other beautiful <laughs> countries, you know. And I was like, and that worries me. That makes me sad. And he, he was a really great guy. Um, we talked a lot. So it was nice. It was a good experience. I was like, wow, my new friend. We bonded. <laughs> yeah, we bonded. He has a four-year-old son. Seems like a great Aww. kid. Yeah. Yeah, he was excited when he heard it. Worked at an elementary school. He was like, oh, I have a four-year-old. I was like, best age. Four-year-olds are great. If I could keep a kid at one age, it would definitely be four or five, maybe mm-hmm. six. But like, that's the best range, four to six. Love those kiddos. Oh, I want, the kids that I work with today had a really funny conversation. There were two of them left at the end of the day that were waiting to be picked up, and they were playing, and one of them went, I'm Elsa. I am powerful. I have ice powers. And the other went, well, I'm more powerful. I'm this guy. And then he said a random name that the, the girl and I didn't know, and we were like, who's that? And he was like, he's from The Flash. He's like the reverse Flash. He's the most powerful being in the universe. And she, went, and, yeah, and she went, um, what are his powers? And he went, he's really fast. And she literally looked at me and then looked at him and went, again, I'm Elsa. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Elsa. <laughs> Thank God Elsa didn't do this when I was a child. I would have been insufferable. I would have been... <laughs> I am just like that now. <laughs> Almost 25 years old. I'm like, again, it's Elsa. <laughs> that's Queen Elsa to you. Thank you very much. Um, that's amazing. I think the best, the funniest moment I've had at school was two four-year-old girls were playing together. And they were like, let's play Frozen. And they're, and one of them said that. And the other one said, okay. And the first one said, I'll be Elsa. And you could tell the second one was like, I'm getting out of this friendship. <laughs> she was like, I'd rather not be your friend than have to be Anna. And I was like, no, Anna's amazing. We love Anna. Anna's great character. Anyway, should we get started? Hi, on in. Okay. Um, my topic won't be particularly long. Um, okay. Believe it or not, there's not that much history behind five minute craft i wasn't sure if you were gonna go into like the diy fad at all if not we can say oh, time. no i didn't really okay well that's uh, something that we could talk about sometime how diys became such a fad yeah uh so, um five minute crafts is a youtube channel that posts diy life hacks and how-to videos <laughs> It has quotation marks. Sixty-seven point five million subscribers, and it has over eighteen billion total views. It posts three videos a day that all have ridiculous clickbait thumbnails, mm-hmm. and the videos are also usually not five minutes. They're usually longer. So what? Um, <laughs> and 
as of July 2020, it is the fifth most subscribed channel on YouTube. A fifth? Yeah. What is what is the most? Um, I'll look one, it up. You continue. The you other continue. ones were like PewDiePie and. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was that was the only one that was like a person though. The rest were like mm-hmm. companies. The channel has drawn much criticism for publishing dangerous and nonsensical life hacks and relying <laughs> heavily on clickbait. <laughs> oh yeah. Now, Five Minute Crafts is a channel owned by this company called The Soul, one word, capital T, capital S, publishing, which is a company based in um, Limassol, Cyprus. The Soul was founded by these two people named Pavel Radev, Radev and Murat Mukhamatov. Mm-hmm. And they are a Cyprus-based team with backgrounds in social media content creation. I do think that I, some of their videos, like I've seen, have had not the most perfect like English captions, and people have been mm-hmm. like, and, and when I read this, I was like, oh, I bet a lot of people think like because they're in a country that the first language is Greek. That might be the reason, but I don't think that's the case because their website is in perfect English and there are plenty of people in other countries that the primary language isn't English that are fluent in English. So I don't know. I just think they're just not paying that much attention. Um, The Soul Publishing owns um, multiple channels. The other ones they own are Brightside, Seven Second Riddles, um, Mm -hmm. One, Two, Three, Go, Avocado Couple, Frankenfood, and I need to watch Avocado Couple, I gotta. <laughs> and Slike Slime Slam. And Dude Land. D-O-O-D-L-A-N-D. If you told me that these people owned Million Toys, what is it called? Oh, Billion Mil- Surprise Toys or Million, million Surprise Toys. Million Surprise Toys, whatever. I would not be surprised. Yeah. No, but the, similar vibes, you know? Yeah. Um, seven Second Riddles, I looked at, I looked up that video and it's a bunch of videos, none of which are seven seconds, containing riddles and brain teasers. And what? And <laughs> there are all at seven second videos. No. And um, there are some random videos, like would you rather videos, and none of the things involved, none of the riddles, none of the segments are seven seconds. So why is it called that? I don't know. You could have easily called it like the riddle channel or like anything else. Yeah. Speaking of short things, my mom today asked me about Quibi. I guess she hasn't listened to your segment on it because she wants to watch the new show. Not a devoted listener, apparently. She she is, but that one was a (laughs) while ago. She wasn't listening when we were living with her because we were living with her. Um, She didn't need to hear us anymore. But now she's she's already got enough content. Right, but but now she's catching up again. Um, So I'm sure she'll get there. But she's asking me about Quibi because... She wants to watch the new show with Kiefer Sutherland. That's a remake of A Fugitive. Great movie. And she was like, is it true that the episodes are only 10 minutes? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, so sad. She was like, but th- no one has attention spans anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think that's what it was for, Mom. I also looked into what Avocado Couple is. Oh, thank God. Um, it thank is, you. <laughs> it is cartoon animation videos about like, the mm-hmm. funny hijinks of these fictional walking talking vegetables so it's kind of like veggie tales but like they don't teach morals it's just like short like cartoon videos um and the main characters are two avocados who are dating now i say two avocados but i personally am wondering whether or not they're two separate avocados or they're, they would be- they're two halves of one avocado uh, yes and or yeah exactly that was what i was wondering because um they're both like halves of an avocado and the girl avocado is an avocado half without a pit and the boy avocado is an avocado half with a pit which is gross and well (laughs) we don't have time to unpack all of that i'm Uh, dying i love this some of the videos are titled my boyfriend's ex is terrible and the thumbnail is the girl avocado begging the boy avocado not to marry um a like witch character is this for children I don't know. And Who the is this for? But like when I when I oh when I went to the channel, the first video that like automatically mm-hmm. played because it was just like the top video was mm-hmm. this one that was like a witch tricks us, and it was this witch character, which I couldn't tell if she was a vegetable or not. But anyway, witch that witch 
character, like, in the thumbnail, the the girl avocado is begging the boy avocado not to marry the witch. So apparently that's the, bo- the boy avocado's ex. Um, oh my god! <laughs> um, and another one of them was my boyfriend versus my best friend. And the thumbnail is the avocado couple sitting, cuddling under an umbrella while the best friend, who's a tomato, sits angrily in the Sick rain. Details reference. Um, none of them, I watched, I didn't watch a full video. I couldn't get through them because none of them speak. It's just like they waddle around and they go like, ah, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> It's like listening to the teacher from Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Like, oh wah, my wah, wah. God. It's like, ah, uh-uh, uh-uh. Like they just, oh my gosh. they just make these weird sounds. I was like, uh-huh. um, according to the Soul Publishing, which is the company that owns all of this, they are quote one of the world's most prolific and popular online media companies. The Soul Publishing reaches prolific. hundreds of millions oh of Facebook followers and YouTube subscribers. Our globally based creative team delivers engaging and irresistible, shareable content for all ages in eighteen different languages distributed via social media-driven cross-platform network. From handy life hacks to clever craft projects, from head-turning beauty tips to brain-twisting puzzles, the Soul Publishing's portfolio of media brands emphasize the positive, the practical, and the purely entertaining. Listen. Oh my gosh, I've never been more obsessed with a company. This is so funny. (laughs) They're so full of themselves. According to their website, they are trying to expand currently to TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, <gasps> um, Snap TV, Roku, and Amazon Prime. What are they going to do on Amazon strategy. Prime? I don't know. They're um, going to need to rethink their strategy, though, because TikTok's down, going down <laughs> the tubes. Oh, if the president has his way. Aww. I love TikTok. I know, me too. Unabashedly, I'm not embarrassed to say it. It's fun. It's so funny. I was, like, embarrassed at first. I have no shame about it now. They're, like, that content has brought me so much joy in the last yes. few months. Also, like, it's it's weird because I've gotten really attached to people on TikTok. Like, there are couples on TikTok, but I'm, like, I'm now invested in your future as a couple. Mm-hmm. They also say, according to their website, that they want to grow their global production team to provide their fans with more of the content they crave and love. We you know crave. how, <laughs> you know how we crave videos about weird whack, uh, weird soap Jean, headphones. Yeah, and jeans chairs. Uh, um, <laughs> the Soul Publishing registered the channel Five Minute Crafts on November fifteenth, twenty sixteen, and their first video five essential DIY hacks that you need to know was uploaded the following day. Do I need to know? The first video, like, if I watched that, saw that video online, I wouldn't be that mad. It's only a minute and 12 seconds long, and Mm -hmm. the hacks are not that bad. Um, The first one shows you how that bad. (laughs) Well, the first one shows you, they're mostly, like, carpentry hacks. Um, The first one shows you how to use a screwdriver to remove a razor blade from a pencil sharpener, and then screw it onto a wooden clothespin so that you can use the clothespin to safely and evenly cut wires. So that one I was like, okay, don't totally trust you from experience that that works, but not a bad idea. The second yeah. one is um, a tip to hot glue a magnet to the bottom of a hammer so you can stick nails to it to keep them handy, which that would fall off, right? When you're banging. Um, yeah. When you're banging. <laughs> cool. Hammering. Yeah. Sarah, get your mind out of the gutter. Sorry, sorry. My bad, my bad. (laughs) The third one shows you how to use a rubber band to stabilize a screwdriver in a screw to make it easier to unscrew a screw. And yes, I'd like the award for the most times I've used the word screw in a sentence. The fourth one teaches you um, that box box cutters, at least the ones they were using in this video, have a part on the bottom that can be removed so that you, you can then safely remove a dull blade and pull up the sharp one underneath. Um, and the last one shows you how to use a wrench to put on a screwdriver and help tighten the screwdriver so you can get the screw in as tight as possible. So again, carpentry hacks, don't know if they work, not, I'm not super confident, confident in the results, but, but those are pretty harmless, you know? Vox characterizes five minute crafts as bizarre and describes its content as do it yourself how to's that no person could or should ever replicate. Yep. <laughs> and they criticize the channel's heavy use of use of clickbait thumbnails. Me too. 
The website called Mashable describes the channel's videos as nonsensical and possibly a form of trolling, singling out one video <laughs> which claims to demonstrate how soaking an egg in vinegar and then maple syrup would make it bigger than before. What? No. That's just as messy and That's just not science. And who asked for that? And you. Nobody. Um, Again, like, so many people online were like, oh, they're just trolling us. Like, it's literally, they, they're intentionally thinking of the dumbest things they can. I personally think some of the things are so dumb just because, again, they post three videos a day, and they're all, like, 20 minutes long. So they're just like, uh, I, I don't know, um, maybe if you put a shoe and you put it on a table, boom, shoe table. Like, they're just trying to think right. literally anything. But it's just terrible. BBC's website, Click criticized five minute crafts for its fake kitchen hacks um when following the instructions of a video in which a fresh corn cob produced popcorn when microwaved no they did not yeah, they said it would happen um and shockingly the presenter tried this hack and found that the cob was only warmed up a bit <gasps> i'm shocked I know. I hate that. Anne Reardon um, of How to Cook That described clickbait recipe channels, including 5-Minute Crafts, as the fake news of the baking world. In particular, she criticized a 5-Minute Crafts video in which a strawberry was soaked in bleach to produce a white strawberry, saying that this was incredibly dangerous if a child were to replicate it and eat the results. And she's correct! Yeah! <laughs> Well, it's I, just irresponsible. I hate that. It is. It's so irresponsible. My next list of bullet points is just my own personal rants. Okay, <laughs> I love I love this, no. please. One, the title is misleading, as many of their hacks do not take five minutes because at the very least you need to go to the store and get the supplies because they very often require supplies that people don't have don't in their have homes. Around, yeah. <sighs> Also, the videos aren't five minutes long. So overall, the title Five Minute Crafts, dumb. Um, I'm agreement. Yeah. The hacks are time-consuming and difficult to pull off. Um, sometimes the things they are making, quote, easier are not hard to begin with. They're just making them harder. And also, most of them don't work. Uh -huh. <laughs> or sometimes they put... They put life hacks, quote unquote, in a video that are just not life hacks. That's just how, like, one of them was, um, like, how, it was like, do you have a watermelon you want to eat? Cut it in half and then eat it with a spoon. Wow, I never would have thought of that five minute crafts. Like, what? Like, they think they're telling you this revolutionary idea. Yeah. And, and then other ones just don't work. Also, the scenarios in which you would be able to complete the hacks make no sense. Like, one video shows you how to make a grilled cheese by putting cheese between two slices of bread, wrapping it in tinfoil, and then putting it under a clothes iron. It, it, and people pointed out in the comments that there is no scenario in which you would be somewhere where you had bread and cheese and a clothing iron, but you wouldn't be in, have a kitchen. Yeah, where are you it's true <laughs> you're in a hotel it, hotels have clothing irons but not kitchens but you have like groceries like you have bread you, and cheese you, you could go to the, the store i guess but it was just like who is this for it's, it's so unlikely <laughs> yeah and they recycle hacks constantly it's so rare to find something new and usually when you do it's one of the more ridiculous ones like they just say the same thing like over and over again thing. Uh, because, they, again, they turn out so much content that they just say some of the same things over and over again. A few examples of bad hacks that exist. These first few are all from Jenna Marbles' YouTube channel that I learned about them. One, the jeans chair, which is when you, like, stuff four yep. pairs of jeans with, like, polyfiber filling or whatever, like pillow filling, and then staple them together to make a chair. It doesn't work. It's more expensive than a chair. It's dangerous because you sit on it and, like, staples poke you. It's <laughs> so inconvenient and impractical and time-consuming and frustrating. It's just dumb. Number two, the soap glove. Who wants that? Also, it, <laughs> it takes so long and is so hot and dangerous to, to melt soap and then put it in a glove and that whole process. It's very difficult uh -huh. to do. In the right. video, they have them 
put it on a suction cup and stick it to the wall, that doesn't work. Uh, it immediately falls off. Um, another one um, is they just do a bunch of hot glue hacks. There's so many hacks that are just like, so just use this hot for hot glue. glue. And hot glue is just not that functional. It just doesn't work. One video Correct. tells you to attach chopsticks to a, the blade of a handheld fan and then use that to scramble eggs. No. 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 <laughs> do <laughs> just, not do that. Do not do that. It doesn't work. That's um, insane. One video I saw says if you miss your girlfriend, you should just take her leggings and stuff them with, like, pillow stuffing, wrap them in a skirt, and then put it on your couch and use it as a pillow so it imitates the experience of laying on her lap. Ew, right? What? Like, what the Ew. heck? I hate that. Also, if you're lonely and you want to feel like you're holding someone's hand, you could fill a latex glove with warm water and hold it. People, come on. <laughs> I hate this. I really do. If you spill egg yolk on a counter, rather than just, you know, taking a towel and wiping it up immediately, you could take like a pound of salt and pour it on top and make a giant pile of salt and then like sweep it up. I don't understand how that is easier in any way. <laughs> That's what they suggest. The egg? Yeah, like if you like are cracking an egg and you get a little yolk on the counter. No, I know, but are they saying that the salt, that they'd rather have the salt absorb the egg? Yeah, and make it like a powder, like how you pour like sawdust on stuff to make it so you can just sweep it up. Yeah, that's... But it's just like, why, that's such a waste of salt, and it's so easy to clean up a little egg yolk. Yeah, Um, eggs are not big. (laughs) uh, One video tells you to put activated carbon tablets in a glass of Coca-Cola, wait four days, and then the Coke will have lost its color. They didn't give a purpose for this. They... It they just don't seemed, have a purpose. It just seemed like maybe it was, like, a cool science thing you could do, but, like, wh- who wants to do that? Like, I could see maybe you're like, oh, for, like, kids, I could show them this fun science trick, but what kids are willing to wait four days for this? Honestly, if if this pandemic has not been a time <laughs> to check out some five-minute crafts, there never will be a time. <laughs> you know? Like, I also said that this pandemic was going to be when I learn how to braid, do a French braid. <laughs> I have not. And if I'm not going to learn it during this time, I have to accept that I never will. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to have time like this again. <laughs> Want a discreet way to carry money when you travel? Take a power no. drill, a bar no, of soap. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> drill a hole down the side of the bar of soap and stick your money in the soap and then plug it up with the soap that's come out. I don't know how you get the money. <laughs> I don't know how you get the money out, how that's convenient for paying for things. Um, I, I don't know. I um, hate this. Have a bottle of water, but you don't have a container to drink it out of? That's such an oxymoron because you have a bottle. Um, you have a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> then simply just um, cut the bottle in half with a box cutter. What do you do with the water in the meantime? Where are you putting the water? Wait, they show a full bottle of water in the video? Yeah, I'm assuming they dump it into a cup, which means they have a cup. Um, And then you cut the bottle in half with a box cutter and then um, use the rest of the plastic to cut like a handle and then like glue it together to make like a plastic mug, which you're just going to throw that away. That's a, and, and then being like, boom, now you have something to drink your water out of. You had a bottle. You had a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this for? Who needed a cup <laughs> that couldn't drink out of the bottle? And That's wouldn't accept and wouldn't accept a plastic water bottle, but would accept a DIY plastic mug. That's so ugly. <laughs> and so much of their stuff is so ugly, Sarah. And they're like, use this as decor. I'm like, I don't want that in my house. Next time I have to do a craft at my school, I'm gonna save every water bottle I drink for the next <laughs> six months. And then I'm gonna bring them in. And I'm going to be like, kids, today we are making mugs out of these plastic water bottles. (laughs) Five-minute crafts. I'll show you. They will tell you, no matter what type of stain you have, to use toothpaste to clean it. Um, Doesn't really work. I've seen so many. Or Coca-Cola. Or Coca-Cola. They also tell you to use irons for literally everything. Um, Hair irons and clothing irons. Any, like, they for cooking hacks, like, use an iron, lots of things like that. Um, don't use an iron. No, yeah. 
Um, one of the channel's most popular video is called 42 Holy Grail Hacks That Will Save Your Fortune. It has 279 million views. What? Yep. Most of them involve using random liquids to get permanent marker stains out of things. Um, people have tried them. them. None of them work. Well, not most of them, but like the first like 10. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Um, a lot of them involve using a razor blade to cut up plastic containers and turn them into like other types of household things. That sounds super dangerous. Do not do that. All of them are very tacky. One of them was like cut up a shampoo bottle to make a thing you could keep your soap in next to your sink. And it was just so ugly. I was like, I, who would want that? It's, it's a lot of cleaning hacks. That's really all I have to say on five minute crafts, but it's just, great. it's so insane. They're also, Oh, the thumbnail for this, for the 42, um, life saving hacks or whatever that will save your fortune. Um, are is like a broken phone, like a phone with a shattered, um, screen. Uh-huh. And then they're using um, an eraser, like a school eraser, to get rid of the cracks in what? the thumbnail. And You're there's kidding. so many, and, and they don't address it in the video. And there's so many comments being like, but what about the cracks in my phone screen? How is an eraser going to help? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, they, they don't, don't mention They don't know. Oh. It's not going to help is the answer. <laughs> they, knew, they knew that. So they decided, they were like, you know what? We're just going to tease them. But we know I tr- it's not real. I, I truly just think that the, their videos are so clickbaity and their team is so good at just getting them out there and sharing them that yeah. they're making so much ad revenue just from like clickbait stuff that they yeah. literally just turn out so many videos and they don't care what they put in them that, that there's so little thought put into anything. Which is why I yeah. think they're all ridiculous. And I mean, some of the things, like, if I didn't have a brain, I'd be like, oh, that would work. But then, you like, no. <laughs> yeah. They don't make things easier. They don't, they don't help anyone's life in any way. <laughs> no, they don't. Ridiculous. And it's not, oh, why is it called five minutes? And it's one of those things that, like, when it comes up, I'm like, I'm so angry that this is on my <laughs> timeline. But I can't look away. Oh, it's no. it's so absurd. It's like. It's like watching a car accident, but not even because that's morbid. And this is just aggravating because it's like you have too much time on your hands. Like this company is so large and they are contributing absolutely nothing to society. No. So, so many little. YouTubers have done videos trying out the the hacks, quote unquote, and mm-hmm. they like very rarely work. And usually if they work, they're like, I guess this is fine. None of them have ever been like, oh, I'll use this. Like, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So ridiculous. What a waste of people's energy. God. It infuriates me. It makes me so angry. For our middle segment today, we're going to be, we're going to be doing a One Direction lyric quiz. (gasps) Oh no. Featuring the weirdest One Direction lyrics. (laughs) I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the weirdest and most problematic and i'm gonna unpack some of them oh no too, so oh no being, this keeps being um you know educational now i'm not saying i'm not doing this to shame one direction uh, we are one direction stands here call back to our literary stylings an episode if you recall. oh i i love them um but some of these lyrics are so bad, oh yeah it just makes me laugh so I'm gonna I'm gonna say the first half of the lyric, and you have to finish it and tell me the song. Uh, okay? There's there's one from like um gotta be you that I know is I was it's probably on here that I was thinking about the other day because like there's some lyric in a Taylor Swift song that says something about honor and I was like oh there's one song that's like I ruined your honor <laughs> it's like no okay anyway. yeah. yeah Taylor Swift would never write like this songwriting queen anyway so first half there are 15 of them i say the first half you finish it tell me okay okay i'm also not going to sing it to try to make it a little hard because i know that you know all these okay here we go okay don't even care about 
don't even care about the table breaking. We only want to have a laugh up all night. What and about nice, those people, though? <laughs> the nice joke whenever we listen to the song is that the rest of the song, we go, but what about the table? <laughs> Are you going to fix it? Who owns the table? The Are table. you going to repay them? <laughs> <laughs> There's a big question mark on album one. Any, okay, so good job. <laughs> one point. Great. Question two. This is this is a favorite of mine. I think you. So I think you'll know it. Okay. I wonder if he knows. Oh 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 oh! I wonder if he knows I've touched your skin. I've touched your skin. What song is that, Jane? I've touched your skin. I don't and care what people say when we're together. Happily, yeah, it's happily. Okay. I love that song. <laughs> song without lyric is so cringe i'm also a big fan of that song because the chorus starts with we're on fire which is a great <laughs> love ah. leo reference feels like a big leo reference because they say it a lot it's like okay are you good though like are you we're actually on fire? fire we uh on fire we're on fire now they say it we're so on fire we say it six times per chorus at least per chorus yeah but I wonder if he knows I've touched your skin really gets me. Okay. <laughs> this one I just find, like, a little harsh. Um, and this this song is going to come up a couple of times. Great. Which might be a hint. With a sign on my back that said, kick me. <gasps> oh, reality ruined my life. Yeah, what um, is that? Like, it's, like, that's so sad. In, da, 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 da. I know you know this one. Um, hold on. Does he know da, 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 da. Well, if it was me, then I would, I would. I would. Yeah, it's I would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, good job. That's going to come up again later. Great. Okay. This is another one that I'm like, you good? And again, it's on the first album. Said her name was Georgia Rose and her daddy was a dentist. I hate that that's the only two facts you know about <laughs> Said her. Said her name was Georgia Rose and her daddy was a dentist. Said I had a dirty mouth. You got a dirty mouth, but she kissed me like she meant it. Best song I ever. hate that. I hate that. I hate that. Said I had a yeah, well, dirty maybe mouth. Well, she, maybe she just means like he swears. But also the fact that she just said her father said is a dentist, a dentist brings yeah. it to dental hygiene like yeah, in our exactly. minds. Like if you, so either you mean that he has a dirty mouth, that like he says dirty things, then why did you give me the information about the dentistry? <laughs> or it means that she dirty mouth and his teeth are poorly taken care of and she kisses him anyway like either way it's odd. i mean this is a stereotype but they're british <laughs> okay this is another so ooh, big stereotype this is another song that's going to come up many times in this quiz i i never realized how off all the lyrics in this song are but they are um can we take the same road can we take the same road? Two days in the same clothes. I know just such yeah. a same I can make all this pain go. I love that song. Like a time from the start. Yeah. Like it's money rocking. Everything you said to me. Everything <laughs> on my heart. So we could start it all over again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was over again. You took over a again. There, but you got yeah, there. I'm sorry. I was can we take, like, let's unpack that lyric. Can we take the same road two, two days, days in the same clothes? Why don't you just change clothes? Like if you're on a road, are they like driving? A, oh, I thought it was that they had like an unexpected night together. And now they're like driving back. Or they're like, let's just keep going. Even though we okay, don't have a change of right. clothes. Like they didn't pack ahead of time. So go get some clothes. You're super rich. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was like the first album. They were still writing about over again. Like, over again is years. not from the first album. Over again is from at okay midnight the memories. Sec. Okay, it's not from it, midnight memories. I think it's from up all night was the first. Take me home. Kiss me. No, that wasn't. That's a song. That's not. <laughs> no, take me home is the second album. Okay. Still, it's an odd lyric. Okay. Um, <laughs> this, is. Is, this this is a classic. Her light is as loud as as many ambulances as it takes to save a save. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> if you didn't get that, and what song is it, Jane? Girl Almighty. Yeah. Um, if you didn't get that, I'm just going to read it to you for emphasis. Her light uh -huh. is as loud as as many ambulances as it takes to save a savior. Oh. What does that what mean? What does that mean? 
you, like, I, it doesn't make sense to anybody. It's not like a British thing. You know, there were a couple lyrics that someone was like, there was another lyric in Over Again that's, um, hole in my heart like a polo. And someone was like, oh, like a polo. yes, that lyric but I polo, always thought was weird. Polos are candies with like, that look like lifesavers. Oh, England. I thought they meant like a shirt. And they were talking about like the hole where you well, put your head. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to talk about that. It's going to come back up in a minute. Um, in the middle of my heart like a polo. Yeah, I'm going to talk about that a little bit more in a minute, so I'll I'll save that for later. Number Uh, seven, you're doing really well. I love that song. She Likes the Way. Oh, there's like so many. It's from She's Not Afraid. Um, She Likes the Way. Which one do you think I think is weird? I've mentioned it to you before. She Likes the Way. We Kiss in the... No. Yeah, Um, yeah. No, you're right, you're right. We Kiss in the Dark? Yeah, like what... uh, I find it weird that they're mentioning specifically the dark. <laughs> she doesn't like to look at me when we kiss. Yeah, you know? like she doesn't wanna, like, she's like, I never want to see him. <laughs> I never want to see his face. I find this one just funny. Like, she likes the way we kiss in the dark. It's I like, okay. always, well, I interpret it as, because it comes right after she's not afraid of scary movies. Like, she likes so, like, they're kiss- they're, like, the reason why she enjoys scary movies is because she likes to kiss in the dark movie, like, in the movie theater. Okay. But again, it, it's worded in a way that's poor, <laughs> like, right? And also, there are lots of movies, and that women you watch can like scary movies. Like, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm not. That's not what I'm going to criticize. Oh. Like, there are lots of movies that you want to watch, and they're like, oh, like that makes me want to like kiss my partner, whatever. I would not say scary movies are one of them. Like, I would not go to a scary movie and sit there and be like, great, let's make out. Like, oh. not the mood, you know. I thought that was like the stereotype in like sitcoms. Like, you only go to scary movies because like. You need someone to hold you when you're scared, and then you end up making out. Well, like, being being held is one thing. Like, it's nice to see a scary movie with, like, a significant other and to have them be there to, like, hold your hand when you get scared or whatever, but that's definitely... Or if you don't have a significant other, you could always just hold a latex glove filled with hot water, Sarah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, like, I don't... I wouldn't say that... The ambiance of a scary movie, like people screaming and dying behind me, makes me want to make out with a person, you know? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Just not, not the vibe. Anyway. Of course. We've already, you've already inadvertently covered this one because you sang the whole song. But Great. It's, it's <laughs> over can, again. Okay. I can make your tears fall down like the showers that are British. Such a weird lyric. <laughs> like the showers that are British. I also I don't think that, it's a perfect rhyme. It's not. Forget what it rhymes um, with. Um, tell me with your mind, body, and spirit. It, he rhymes British with yeah. spirit. It's yeah. bad. I was ta- I was telling Melinda that I was going to do this because we were listening to One Direction in the car together. And I was like, there's this lyric in Over Again. It's unbelievable. And then Over Again came on. And I was like, okay, just wait. Just listen. <laughs> it got to this lyric. And she was like, what? <laughs> it's like, that's a real lyric. Um, and then this is a submission from Melinda. From a song oh yay hi melinda i love you because i can't compete with your boyfriend he's got 27 tattoos yeah he I goes would, up yeah. on the tattoos he goes like, got 27 tattoos like he like really riffs on it also like that's a lot of tattoos for these young people and now harry styles has like a million tattoos i know so now they're all covered in them but back then none yeah. of them had them yeah they can't that's such a weird reason though to not be able to compete with somebody not like he's a good listener he's a nice person his parents like you it's like he's got 27 tattoos i've got no competition (laughs) this is another one that we've already done before um said i'd never leave her because my hands fit like my t-shirt her hands fit like a her t-shirt. hands fit like my t-shirt. So this comes right before the polo line, and I think that really confuses the polo line because after they've just said t-shirt, everyone's yeah. like, "Okay, yeah, polo the t-shirt." No, then he switches to a candy metaphor, like right after. Also, the candy. Someone on Reddit brought up, "What does that mean? Her hands fit like a t-shirt? Like, are you saying that her hands fit snugly in your hands? Because most people wear their t-shirts baggy." Like, is her hand loose in your hand? It's a, it's, a weird meta, it's a weird metaphor. It fits perfectly, is what I assume they mean, but... This is probably my least favorite one on this list, actually. Great, can't wait. I actually, I actively hate this one, whereas the girl Almighty one just makes me laugh. Making them drool. Making them drool. 
I can give you more words if needed. Sure. Is it like out Ma- there? Mouths? Making them drool down there. Making them drool down there. I hate this. My brain is not finding it. Um, Everyone on the internet hates this too. Everyone collectively was like, this lyric sucks. <sighs> Making them drool down their chinny chin chins. <laughs> what? Are you the big bad wolf? Like, I hate this. <laughs> oh my god, I hate it. And what song is that from? It's not, uh... It's either kiss you or up all night. Um, it's kiss you. Yeah, yeah. Up all night would never. <laughs> up, all night has the, up all night is the table lyric, and that's it. Okay. <laughs> this one bothers me for a feminist reason. Uh huh. Uh-huh. If I looked inside your brain, I would find lots of things. Oh, I hate the song. If I would find lots of things. Clothes, shoes, diamond rings. And what's the end of that? Wait, hold on. My brain is putting a weird melody on it. Um, can you start it again? If I looked inside your brain, I would find lots of things. Clothes, shoes, diamond rings. I really thought it was got to hold it in your hand. Um, no, that's right before. I would find lots of things. Clothes, shoes, diamond rings. Girl, you know that I can't stand. No. No. Nope. No, it's a half rhyme. It rhymes with in. It rhymes with brain. It like kind of rhymes with brain. Uh, is it like some clothes, shoes, diamond rings, um, something cars, fancy things? No, um, no, no, it's not interesting. Anything. This is killing me because I know this. I don't know. I don't think they're saying all women are like this. I just think this. They're saying this woman is like this. I watched a video recently that was like wonder that was like very pure that was like interviewers trying to like egg one direction the like the group into saying sexist things and every single mm-hmm. time like again this is just the times included in the video but like Harry Styles and sometimes Niall was like why would we do that that's objectifying women and no, it was, I think like, so too. Sweet. So the um, the lyric that you're not getting is stuff I I want to get it um <laughs> Okay, but we're going to be here a while. Is it stuff that's driving me insane? Yes. Yeah, okay. I just don't like this lyric because it's like, they seem so bothered by, like, her material goods. And it's like, okay, I don't know. I just don't, I don't love this lyric. Um, Yeah. I mean, I understand if the idea. No, it's it's not a great thing. I get the chorus is, I want to be loved by you. So it's like, you're so filled with material goods. I just want your love. And it's like, well, just like. Why are you criticizing her the whole song then? Right, right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. If you want her to Um, like you. Right, exactly. This is is immediately followed up by another one that's a questionable approach to talking to women. You still have to squeeze into your jeans, but you're perfect to me. I hate that lyric. Lyric. I that song is so. Music. That song in general is so dumb because it's like you have all these insecurities and you would kill me if I said them, but I'm gonna say them. Oops! Like <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's <laughs> Melinda thinks that that Bo Burnham song "Repeat Stuff" is about this song because of that because cor- of the chorus or the verse in "Repeat Stuff" where he's like, "So I have to make every girl think the song's about her." Like. Yeah. <laughs> Because the song is so vague about the insecurities that it's like every girl has these insecurities. I don't have oh dimples my on my back. <laughs> I wouldn't know if I have dimples on my back. I've never examined my back. <laughs> Sarah, look in a mirror next time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the second to last one. Girl, what a mess. Oh, this is the line. What a mess yeah. I made upon your innocence. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> like, that's so grungy. I hate that. I hate that. I don't like, lo- Gotta Be You is one of my least favorite One Direction songs. I never listen oh, to Oh, I love that song. That song made me emo in high school. Okay, and this is one that I don't think it's problematic. It just, it just makes me laugh. It's fine. It's just cringe. It's fine. Yeah. If you ever... Oh, my brain is literally, it's drawing blank. Um, if you ever... I, this is a really short one, so it's gonna be hard. It's, it, it's all, the whole lyric is only six words. If you ever, I'll add another word. If you ever feel, 
Oh, if you ever feel alone, don't. (laughs) (laughs) That's like if I said you, I'm depressed, and you were like, don't be. (laughs) Great, you cared. (laughs) Loneliness, done. (laughs) Yeah, that's my One Direction lyric quiz featuring some of the weirdest One Direction lyrics. I did Google on the internet what other people thought weird lyrics were, and I was very upset to find out that people don't like act my age, and those people are wrong. Back to my age is an absolute <laughs> bop. It's so people the best don't song like, ever written. People don't like stand up, and I'm like, do you not have taste? <laughs> I was so offended. So that was our fun segment for today. This next part's so not fun. I'm so and sorry. I'm just gonna no no. It's okay. I just like want to start by saying that there's no way that I, one singular person, could yeah. ever do justice and like you know, give you a well-rounded, detailed, and, like, fully encompassing topic, like, coverage of what it is like to be a refugee, or the true scope of the refugee crisis. I'm not even really going to talk about why each of, in each of the locations I'm going to mention, there are refugees there, because I was like, it would be unfair of me to be like, there are refugees in Bangladesh, and here's why, and not really, like, dive into what that like deep political meaning is there and that's something that I would rather return to and like really dig out you know than try to tackle why there are refugees and what it's like to be a refugee and the coronavirus like all in one thing that just seems like a lot so I'm just gonna like put blanket statement over this that like care about refugees um care where there are (laughs) refugees and take some time to find out why they are there um and do your part to help refugees not even now during a global pandemic but all the time because they are are a highly at-risk group and i think this just gave me a lot of perspective and i hope if there's one thing you can walk away with it's also this perspective that like right now things feel really tough because like it is hard to be in a pandemic it is hard to be in a country where we don't have guaranteed health care and there are so many problems that I have with America as a government and as a place to live but also be so thankful that you live in this country and that you have basic access to things um, that so many others do not and that America is not a place that right now you have to flee for fear of dictatorship or fear of you know, murder on the streets or a corrupt government on that sort of scale. But like on on the scale that these people have seen. I'm not saying that you shouldn't worry about our government being corrupt. I think there is lots of corruption in America, you know, but I think we also have access to the internet and clean water and so many other things here as American citizens that so many people do not and Mm -hmm. I don't want to judge anybody else or their heritage or their country but there are so many governments out there that do not care about their people you know Mm -hmm. as a whole and Mm -hmm. I think I I take some comfort in that there are politicians either on local government levels you know, state government, whatever, like there are politicians that we can point to and we can say they do care about their people in America. And I encourage you to go and find out who they are because that's something of value and something to remember when you're thinking about all those people out there in the world whose governments like really betrayed them um, and really did so much to hurt their people on like a huge, huge scale. So be thankful that you live in a representative democracy, you know? <laughs> yeah, and fight to keep it that way. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so, um, to begin, there are 79.5 million displaced people in the world. That includes refugees and non-refugees, <gasps> then people displaced by disasters, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little over 1% of the global population. Nearly 90% of all refugees live in developing countries with little access to basic needs and services. I'm going to go back really quick to healthcare. The thing, the other thing that's important to remember is America's healthcare system is deeply flawed, but in America, you 
can walk into a hospital, yeah. you know, and like you can get that service and it's going to be really expensive. But there are so many countries out there who lack like even basic medical services, mm-hmm. which is a really huge problem in this crisis. Um, the International Rescue Committee or the IRC estimates that 34 conflict affected and fragile countries could see up to 1 billion coronavirus infections and 3.2 million deaths. Refugees are more vulnerable to infectious diseases because they live in crowded conditions with a lack of clean water. This makes social distancing incredibly difficult. Refugees are also already undernourished, putting them at a higher risk. According to the United Nations, 25 million refugees around the world face acute obstacles in fighting COVID-19. These include refugees in northwestern Syria, who account for more than 1 million people, and they live in cramped living conditions, weak with weak or non-existent health care, and a lack of clean water. In Syria, doctors have seen patients die from what they assume is coronavirus, but they are unable to treat them without beds, protective gear, and additional medical professionals. Mm-hmm. Cox's Bazaar in Bangladesh um, and Ro- in the Rohingya, Rohingya refugee camp that is next to it um, has already reported their first death from COVID-19. These camps are home to 850,000 Rohingya refugees and as of July 18th, 16,000 of them were put into quarantine zones for fear that they had the coronavirus. Um, this location is the world's largest concentration of refugees. Its, popula- its population density is four times that of New York City. Yeah. It's nearly impossible for people living there to get access to the internet um, because the government of Bangladesh has said that they don't want internet access in the refugee camps for security reasons. Um, mm-hmm. So they essentially have to go to the outskirts of camp closer to the city to get it, which means it's limited the number of people that can get it. Um, they rely on myth and holistic practices because of the lack of medical information that they're getting. Uh, an example of this is a program specialist from the UN working there says that there's a lot of misinterpretation and assumption being made about the disease. For example, a lot of people there believe that the disease can only be you can only get it if you talk to somebody who is coming in from the outside. Um, like people, mm. who, like refugees can't get it. Like they can only get it from other people, which is a myth. Um, and so they're working really hard to try to like spread the facts about it, but it's incredibly difficult. In mid-July, 9,000 refugees left camps on the Greek islands so to make way for asylum seekers. The UN has warned that an outbreak amongst the camps on the Greek islands would be impossible to contain. One yeah. camp on Lesbos was built for 3,000 people but currently houses 20,000. Yeah. Um, as of right now, the world's largest refugee camps have yet to report a large-scale presence, likely because they do not have the means to test for it. Not because I'm sure. It's not present. Yeah. The, the virus has been identified in dozens of refugee camps around the world. At least 15 Syrian refugees in Lebanon have tested positive, and this puts 2 million refugees living in that country at risk. Of course. Yeah. At the moment, attention and resources in the world's donors are consumed with domestic impacts. Most of the time, refugee relief comes from countries like America, the European countries, you know, more developed with larger economies. Um, mm-hmm. But because the economies in these countries have taken such a hit, um, and of course, they're focused on the people that live there and they're focused on domestic problems. So they're not giving that support where it's normally given. Mm-hmm. The UN Refugee Agency has launched a global $225 million appeal for funds to lessen the impact of COVID-19 outbreaks within refugee communities. Um, but at the same time, the UN has suspended all travel for refugee resettlement. So there are no alternatives to the camps. Essentially, everyone is told to stay where they are. This also has caused problems in terms of families because there are examples where, say, like the male will go ahead to a new resettlement and then like once they're settled they'll call for the family to join them and this has been stopped in many cases and there are also cases where children have been separated from working parents because of this there is a dangerous lack of ppe in developing countries that makes it hard for these communities to protect themselves um 
when there is a vaccine, it is unlikely that these countries will see them. We can almost assume that they're going to go to America and Europe first. Some countries in Europe are fast tracking refugees with medical experience into the workforce. In the, the workforce, this is happening in Germany, Spain, and France, which has also helped get more medical professionals into the hospital and lessen the load for medical professionals and give monetary funds to refugees. Um, mm-hmm. so that's been a good alternative there. In the U.S. in June, a person tested positive for COVID at a refugee camp on the U.S.-Mexico border. Right now, about 2,000 people live at this border with only tarps for shelter and little access to water, both of which are extremely dangerous and spread the cause of infectious diseases. Um, because again, access to water, not only is that not good for uh, you know, survival, but that's also like really poor for hygiene. So we say wash your hands, but in many of these refugee camps, they're waiting hours to get water. In mid-July, refugees in Palestine started testing positive. As of now, at least 729 Palestinians in refugee camps on the West Bank have been diagnosed positive. This made up for 90% of new cases in Palestine that week. Our refugee camp in Kenya has only eight doctors for 200,000 people. Ah! So, so an outbreak there would go severely undertreated. Many camp clinics are already struggling to fight outbreaks like cholera, leaving them without the resources to treat chronic conditions such as diabetes or heart disease, both of which make coronavirus more deadly. Avril Benoit, who is the executive director of Doctors Without Borders in the U.S., says that at the moment they are preparing for the worst. Mm. Lockdowns imposed by governments do slow the virus's spread, but they have been punishing for refugees who struggle to find food and money. Yeah, Um, work. Many refugees, exactly, go into cities and leave their camps for work for the day, but this is impossible with these these lockdowns happening. Mm -hmm. Yemen... Yemen was uh, was under crisis watch before the pandemic, but now it's like considered maybe the most atlas country in the world. It is under crisis watch because currently two thirds of the population is at risk of starvation, and that is made much worse by COVID nineteen because what little work and food there was is severely been depleted. I remember hearing about like. Like, you need to learn about what what's going on in Yemen right now, but way long ago, and it just hasn't yeah, been. Yeah, it's, it's still a major problem, and we can definitely talk about it in a different episode, because it, like, it is a big topic. It's a big but, topic, yeah. Yeah, um, but it's a very, very scary place to live at the moment. So here's what you can do to help refugees in the U.S. and beyond. You can donate to the IRC, the International Refugee Committee. Is that what it's called? Yeah. International Refugee Committee. Um, $45 is enough for one COVID-19 emergency kit for a new mother, which includes soap, shampoo, toothpaste, toothbrushes, wipes, diapers, powder, um, diaper powder, rash cream, and maternity pads. $50 Mm. provides hygiene kits for five children, and $100 can provide over 70 children with food. You can purchase items for emergency kits or donate gift cards. Um, The IRC has local hubs in many major U.S. cities where you can go and drop these things off. They are currently looking for diapers, dish soap, and toothpaste, or Amazon MasterCard or Visa gift cards for people in countries where they can go out and use those and purchase things with them. Mm -hmm. You can look up your specific community's needs as well at rescue.org. Keep in mind that refugees live everywhere in the U.S., so don't assume that just because in the United States and you don't see these large refugee camps, that doesn't mean that they don't exist. Um, IRC offices are also asking people to create reusable cloth masks or donate the material, which again, you can take to your local IRC office. There is one in New York City. You can tell your Congress members to co-sponsor the Coronavirus Immigrant Families Protection Act, which is working to ensure testing, treatment, and vaccines to immigrants. Because again, the assumption is that when a vaccine is created, the first ones are going to go to the United States, Europe, these large wealthy countries. Yeah. You can tutor refugee youth and or adults. Right now the IRC is looking for help with English and also financial literacy, which is so important, um, especially when you're coming into a new country. 
Right now, the UN Refugee Agency is working with health ministries to establish screening and isolation units. They're distributing soap, clean water, hygiene kits, and tents to limit the spread. They're offering fact-based info on hygiene measures, working with the governments to establish the rights of forcibly displaced people and asylum seekers, and investing in alternative educational opportunities for youth considering schools are closed. A donation of $30 per month to UN refugees can provide soap for 15 families every month if that is a place you would like to donate. While reports in refugee camps have been low, this could change at any moment. It is impossible to tell at a glance what the infection rate is like in these communities, but it is safe to say that it could be disastrous for millions. Yeah, geez. Um, <sighs> and that is everything about refugees. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well... It's, like, it's hard because, it, like, I knew it was going to be, like, hard to listen to, but it, like, I, I'm, not that I'm overwhelmingly hopeful, but it does sound like there are people who are, like, working on it, so, I mean, it's like, so, let's it's hard help because them. It's like, yes, because there are people working on it, but at the same time, like, not, it, like, they need help. <laughs> it's and not even that they need help, like, the at this point like they know that if an infection starts to spread there is literally there's no stopping it do. like yeah. there's nothing there's nothing that they're going to be able to do except try to support and help these people and yeah. so you know it's like you can send money you can get them more stuff but it is really it is really really dangerous um and it's dangerous for millions of people and there's not much that they can do to stop and slow the spread because yeah. the phys the conditions that are there the pre-existing conditions of these refugee camps can't be changed you mm -hmm. know they're not going to be able to get them more clean water in the next couple of weeks to stop it you know yeah they're not going to be able to make the camps less crowded like none of these things are really possible which yeah. is unfortunate so you know, it's always, like, living in a refugee camp in general was always hard, you know? Like, of course. Well, it's not like anyone's like, oh, oh, there's a pandemic. Oh, you know, you're right. It's not great living here. Here, here's a comfortable life. Like, it's not well, like yeah. we can snap our fingers and change uh, right. the world. Um, but, and when I, when I, no, that's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is, like, living in a refugee camp was always hard. You know, they always, yeah. like... Like, well, we should I, care yeah. about refugees when there's not a global pandemic going on. But what... what the UN and what the IRC wants you to know now, now that there is a pandemic going on, is that these camps who were vulnerable from the beginning are going to be, like, the biggest casualties, which is something mm. that's, you know, really underreported because you have the U.S. government not doing anything to protect its own people, let alone protect people in other countries, you know? Mm-hmm. And you have in countries that are normally kinder to refugees and also live. We also have to remember that the United States, like these countries are mostly border Europe, Africa, and Asia, you know, mm -hmm. or they're in Africa. Um, so refugees from those countries, they're most, they're mo much more likely to go into Europe or go into China or Japan or whatever mm -hmm. than they are to come here. So it's like, <sighs> In a way, it's like quote unquote not our problem, but it 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 is our problem because we should be doing something because we're a very rich country. But also, like this is hu this is a huge deal for countries like France, Croatia, Bosnia, mm -hmm. countries that border Italy, maybe Italy. Italy's a huge one. There are so many refugees in Italy, like countries that border, you know. Turkey, Bangladesh, Yemen, mm -hmm. these places that, you know, Palestine's in Israel. So it's a, it, it, is, it is a really huge problem to countries that are like ours, you yes. know? And therefore, we, sh we should care a, because they're people. But yeah. from a global economy perspective, we also have to care, you know? It's like from every angle, it matters. Yes. Because that's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that could die. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be put directly on the UN and the European Union. Which has a great effect on us as well. So, yeah. 
that's what I have to say about that. Well, thank you for putting in the work to try and enlighten us on a hard situation and right. harsh reality and yeah. sad things. And right. And it's like, again, it's like, criticize your government all you want. I don't care. I criticize the American government all of the time. Do it. <laughs> I think I think we do become at risk with being like, America sucks. It's the worst place ever. And it's like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that living in America is worse than living in Yemen. I will not, you know? Yeah. So it's like, you have to be careful with what you're implying when you talk about how much you hate the place that you live. Like, and I'm not saying not to be critical. Like, again, I have a lot to criticize here. But consider what other people are going through yeah take a moment of gratitude where you can like this is a reminder to go vote many of these people are displaced from countries where there was no democracy they could not vote they had no representation which is how they ended up in these situations that's very sad that's it on that um (laughs) thank (laughs) you so much for listening you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YKWIBW Podcast. You can check out our website, I've been wondering.com. If you like what you're hearing, you can donate to us through the link on the show notes. I will also have the link to donate to the IRC in this week's show notes. And finally, if you have something that you've been wondering, you can email us at I've been wondering podcast.com and we would love to put it on the show. Okay, Jane, you know what I've been wondering? What have you been wondering, Sarah? Okay, what is stem cell research and why is oh. it controversial? Oh, uh-huh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember having this debate in like eighth grade. <laughs> I don't. Like everyone was always just like, oh, stem cells, hot topic. And I'm like, why? And no one could tell me. And it's don't been worry. like that for mm, 13 years. Okay, Sarah, do you know what I've been wondering? What have you been wondering? This is something that I used to know, and I forgot. I'd love for you to tell me about. What happened to Natalie Wood? I know what happened to her, but, like, what's the, like, secret? Like, some people think the husband did it, and I want to know if that's just people thinking that or if there's evidence for that. Oh, my God. Let's see if we can get, let's see if we can get Christopher Walken on the show. Yeah, and you know, Naya Rivera died suspiciously on the <gasps> Natalie Wood. I'm just saying. Okay. Oh my god. Okay. All right. I'm excited. Wow. Okay. Whew. This is a, this is something I care a lot about. I know Sarah's <laughs> pumped. Um, I like. I don't want to be like I'm pumped to talk about a person that died. No, she didn't but so, die. Yeah. But like, there are some suspicious characters. This is a good story. Okay. Okay. Makes interesting. News. Sarah's like demeanor changed when I asked when I said this. Like her face was I'm like a... <laughs> wide eyed. No, they can't see me. <laughs> no. And they can't see you either. Okay. I will absolutely do that. So that's what's coming at you next week. Thank you so much for listening. This is you know what I've been wondering. <laughs>